Hello, everybody. Welcome to our One for the Road chat. So, Al, what's on your mind? Talk to me. Talk to me, Al. I'm just, to be honest, I'm just thinking this week about... There's a, there's a lot, obviously, going on with COVID at the moment. And these anti-vax, anti-lockdown people... Out my mind. Kind of really annoying me now. I mean, if there's people now... I'm, kind of getting harassed over here on getting on the tube with a mask, not by, by there might be a handful of people and they're kind of, Oh, you don't need to be wearing a mask anymore. It's like, just don't worry about it. If, if people are worried about like, this is a pandemic that has killed over a million people around the world. Now I know there's like, Oh, well flu kills. This is different. There's a pandemic. There's different strains where people are concerned. There's been locked down for a long time. If somebody wants to wear a mask, leave them alone. But this, I don't know what you think about it. Like this leads into a wider discussion, right? About just about as I said to you before that I think individuals are smart, but people are stupid. When we start getting into groups, particularly with with social media and the internet now, we can dumb ourselves down very quickly and only want to hear things then that support an opinion we already have or that someone has given us, and it drives me insane. We all do it to a certain extent. But to this extent where you're potentially putting not just your life, but other people's lives at risk, I just, I just, it gets me very angry. There's actually a link to this, to the, to the episode we were talking about, which is the whole reasonable doubting and the whole thing of trying to figure stuff out. And because we were sort of discussing it the other day on WhatsApp and we were talking about, you know, have, have we evolved? Are we smarter? And I was thinking about it today that there's no way in hell that the human species has suddenly become ultra smart. You know, that everyone's IQ has jumped by 20 or 30 points just because of technology. No, I don't think we're smart enough as a society to, to take in and understand the information and what we have to learn so quickly. There's so much. There's so much of it. I honestly think the word of, of, of the decade, and I won't get into just why the word they picked was stupid, but the word they should have picked was fake news. Not a Trump supporter. I do think Hillary Clinton started that word, but Trump definitely ran it. But I think that's it's, that should have been the word. Because trying to figure out what's real information, what's real news, what's education, what we should be looking into, what we should be talking about and that kind of thing, we've, we've lost our way as to how we can make it better. The problem I have with the anti-vaxxers and just in general, of the last couple of years of, of people, of protesters, not all of them, but nearly all of them, is that I think you've got to ask the question, well, what good is it doing? It's not doing, it's not making any difference. We have all this shit going on online and it's all been stretched and there's no, there's no central message or idea coming. It's just protesting, I think, for the sake of protesting. Maybe there's just so many people now that actually want a revolution for a revolution's sake. Maybe there's just all these people who are, I'm thinking that they're, they're lost within this kind of sea of information. They can't figure it out. And they're kind of hoping whether it's, you know, whether it's socialism, whether it's just this revolution. They just, some of them just want the world to burn because yeah. I think they can't handle what's going on. And now you chuck COVID in on top of that. Now, my thing with COVID, I'm vaccinated now. I'm pro-vaxxer. I'm a pro-vaxxer. I believe in, I think vaccinations are good, obviously. I'm the they same, have, yeah. They have saved millions of people over the last hundred years, you could say. Okay. But going back to the fake news thing, it's just people just latch onto this one thing. Well, you lied about that, so therefore everything you said is a lie. But I think it's human nature for people to take advantage of situations. And we're seeing that with certain companies and governments in general. That's what they do and i think that's the problem i think it's just too much going on and the fucking protesters fuck off sorry and i don't mean just that the covid ones i mean sorry the blm ones and all those all i'm seeing you is shout about shit and i don't see one solution well i have seen solutions but none that would fucking work ever the problem is yeah part of the problem is that we're there's a couple of things to unpick. I mean, you've got the rise of fake news, and, and but you've got this rise of somewhere along the way. And again, I, I go back to 9-11 and George W. Bush and him kind of going into Afghanistan and Iraq and that narrative of you're either with us or against us. 
And whatever anyone thinks, America for a long time, at least, if not still, led the world. I mean, so he's basically saying, if you don't agree with the wars, they say, in Iraq and Afghanistan, well, you're not a patriot. And furthermore, you're against the troops. Which is like, well, no. I mean, I can be against foreign policy, but still not want soldiers to die or be against soldiers. They're doing their duty. But this went, this narrative went on. And it, the thing is, because I think because Obama, I think Obama was a decent president, but because it was relatively calm for his eight years, this stuff, I mean, you had the Tea Party in America, but this stuff was under the surface. But what was creeping in all the time with it, with, with it was two things. One, and this leads into kind of more extreme attitudes on things. You have a situation where people on both on all sides don't admit when something is wrong on their side or with part of their argument or some major figure in politics or a movement does something wrong, but it's on my side. So I won't admit to it. And then the other side goes, well, fuck that. If they're doing this, I'm going to do the same. And we've ended up in this situation where truth is whatever you want it to be. And you almost end up having to prove an absence of something. Well, prove me. Well, I've said that Barack Obama was born in Kenya. Prove me wrong. It's like, you want, what? He's shown that Syria. That's not a real person. Well, then what proof? Nothing will change these people's minds. And it goes on to COVID and people reading stuff from Facebook. And listen, I've gone down the rabbit hole on conspiracy theories, but more for fun over the years. But when it comes to something as serious as a global pandemic, and you, we have a situation where people are thinking you can't trust hospitals, you can't trust health boards, you can't trust governments. Well, and I don't fully trust governments. But you can't trust the WHO now. And, you can't, and it's like, listen, if, 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 if the conspiracy is on that much of a scale, we're already fucked. And why wouldn't they already have put out a pandemic that will reduce the population if that's what they want to do, population control or whatever they want to do? If this is dangerous, this isn't, I think everyone in Hollywood is a pedophile, but you're not really doing anything about it. You're just ranting about it over a few drinks or with your mates. This is something much more dangerous. And it's, it's people saying, you know, vaccinations are wrong. I'm not going to get vaccinated. There's a, there's a woman in the States, I cannot think of her name. She's huge in the anti-vax misinformation. They're saying it's misinformation. I believe it is as well. And telling people, you know, you shouldn't get vaccinated. She was asked in an interview yesterday. Sorry. If she got vaccinated and she wouldn't say it. It, it violates the HIPAA oath or some oath of confidential medical records, which it doesn't actually violate. So she's vaccinated. Tucker Carlson is vaccinated, apparently, allegedly. And he's spouting this shit as well. And it's like, and it, it, the, the problem is that a lot of these, not all of them, but there's quite a, a percentage of Trump supporters that are not that educated, that are very vulnerable financially, job-wise, education-wise, they, and, and actually then it leads them to be on the socioeconomic side the most vulnerable category for something like COVID. So you you have these people then who go, oh, fuck, I'm not getting vaccinated, fuck that. Oh, America, fucking. And you're like, this is not fair on them. And I, I don't, I know politicians are bastards. We all know they're bad. A lot of them are. Not all, a lot of them do good work. There's a lot of them are bollocks, right? Or, I don't know whether I should swear on this or not. There's a lot of them are bad people. But to be so bad, that you don't care that you, you got vaccinated and you know that the reason you're doing this is because you don't want Biden to be successful and you want to show that he's not doing things right. You're prepared to sacrifice how many people's lives in America over it? Hold on. I mean, I, did I have to call you on the Trump supporters thing? Right? You can't say that, right? And you can't say that they're doing it just for Biden to lose because I don't think you can say that because I don't think that's factually correct to say that they're all doing it, right? Or Really? Yes, I do. Where were where, where were all these voices? Hold on. Where were all these voices, including Tucker Carlson, when Trump was president? He wasn't as vociferous about about uh, oh these vaccines. I'm not no, sure they I'm, work. Or- no, I'm not talking about him. I'm not talking about people like him who are in the media and who are, and whose voice is is heard. I'm talking about the unheard supposed Trump supporters. No, there. What I would say is there are people who are uneducated. You could argue they're uneducated on both sides. They're un- they are uneducated at the top, the middle, and the bottom. And you are right in what you're saying that there are people who are taking it or are not taking the vaccine because they're seeing it as a stand up against against Biden or against the left. There are some of those who aren't taking it because they think it's a conspiracy and it's been overdone, and they think, hey, if you're healthy and stuff, okay. Now 
So there's all these other things. So I don't think it's right to say that. I'm not saying that's not the case in some, but I think if you take what you're saying and apply it in all areas, there are people that are doing shit that just doesn't make any sense. The deal of not taking the, I'm not getting the vaccine because Biden said it. That's no, that's no different to some of the shit the fucking Democrats say about it Republicans. Is and there's, Trump, a, there's a pandemic that's that, that's no. still killing people. They'll put it on an ICU. But we're talking we still about don't know the people. long-term effect of people like COVID. No, no, no. If but you're talking about COVID. I'm saying that people are making decisions, uneducated, illogical, stupid decisions. And that happens across the board. In this case, there are people who are taking, who are not getting the vaccine because they think it's a, it's a protest against Biden. Okay. Whether you get it or not, if that's your reason, fuck me. Right. But then that's no different than how many people voted for Biden just because they didn't want Trump in the White House. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Trump should have been in the White House. I'm just saying the reason for doing something has to be questioned. And to say it's just one little group, it's not. It's across the board. It's, I've no that's, issue. That's the point I'm trying to say. I've no issue with questions at all. I've no quick issues with someone saying, well, what about if somebody is a young, fit, healthy, blah, blah, whatever? And asking those questions. There's a big difference between that and the millions of QAnon uh, Trump supporters who believe there's a wider conspiracy of Hillary Clinton being a pedophile and, you know, reptilians. And, no, but mate, it's, the thing is, man, this is millions of people. This is, this is millions of people who voted for Trump that believe this bullshit. And this, is, this goes back to what I was saying. That's true. Whatever I'm you're not having saying, yourself. I'm not saying there, there isn't, but it's not all of them. And I think it's wrong. I'm just saying. You can't no, say no, no. Hold on, hold on. I know through my job, very well-educated, very wealthy people. I wish I was one of them. But like who voted for Trump. Like I, I, there are, there aren't, it's not that the 75 or whatever million or 70 million have voted, 75 million have voted for him are all fucking Egypts. I'm, I'm not saying that. But there is a large portion, mate. You're not seeing multi-millionaire or millionaire business people or employees of banks going to Trump rallies. You've got some self-employed folks who work off the land or, hold on, they work at, they work at particular jobs. Maybe the intellectual education they would have wouldn't be as strong as, and there's nothing wrong. You, know, you go and you, are, you learn your trade. There's nothing wrong with it. But when you see, and I know they'll pick out the bad people to interview, but like it's not... It's not the wealthy Trump voters who are looking for that middle class tax cut off them or upper middle class. They're not the ones going to his rallies. Uh, They're not the ones believing QAnon conspiracies. It's the, hold on a second. It's the family in Kentucky that votes Republican since I don't know how long. And yet I think Kentucky is possibly the poorest state in America. It ranks amongst the lowest for education, for health, for poverty, for equality. For racism, it's all these things, and yet these people have been indoctrinated to think that Jesus Christ, if Democrat gets in here, be socialism. And you're like, and then it leads on to you believe that bullshit. And sorry, just let me finish one one point. Yeah, like this is this is where the bullshit is. If people look at this, if you look at every administration since World War II, and I'll I'll give a pass to the 19, 1945 because it was just after the war. It is the Democrats who bring down the debt. It is Republicans who start spending out of control. And yet the narrative is the opposite. It's the same here. Labor always overspends. The truth doesn't always bear that out. But people believe it because it's been, it's that, it's that Goebbels thing. Repeat a lie often enough and it becomes the truth. That's, that's what, and these people and it's have heard enough, this yeah. again and again. You listen to Trump's rallies and people going, oh, well, he was amazing. He's saying the same shit. The same stuff all the time. Make America great again. Since the election, they stole the election from me. I won the election every single time. And he says it enough and enough and enough. And people just start going, okay, so, so what you, know, you, know, you know, the election was stolen from him, right? So, they just so, so what percentage of the millions of people that voted for Trump do you think believe all that shit? What percent? Honestly, what percentage do you think? Because I'm going to tell you now, if I was in that position and I had to choose between Trump and Biden, I'd find it very fucking hard. Why? Like if you, if you said that to me, between Hillary Clinton and Trump, hold on, in 2016, I, could, I wouldn't vote for Trump. I could understand you'd have some arguments. But after his term in office? Yes, yes, because I looked. I know, oh, come here, I know. I had this no. conversation with someone before, and I'm just going, I don't know. 
I don't think I don't think I would have voted. Hannah, you've got to believe he you, you believe he's racist, right? He's a fucking horrible person. He is. Yeah. He's he is horrible. But I'm looking at the other side and I'm going, you are fucking just as horrible in a totally different Why? way. Why do you think Biden's horrible? I don't think he's horrible. I think he's weak. And, and I, every, everything that he has done since is weak. And he just, I think, I was trying to think of the word earlier. I did have it earlier. I, I just think America have been, basically, they have screwed themselves over the last two elections with who they had to choose. Clinton, Trump, and Biden, stroke, Harris. Those choices alone would make them want to emigrate. And now, I know Harris, people who have, right? Uh, Harris, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, she, I'm sorry, dude. She's horrible. I'm not saying Biden's not a bad person. I just think Biden's weak. I just don't think he's strong enough to deal with the shit that's going on. And I think, and I think that's why they picked him. I think he's going to. Trump was no. I two thirds of his day put down as executive time. Oh come here, Trump's Trump's an asshole. And the reason why, the main reason why they voted for Trump is because they were just sick of politics. Right now, I've I have a theory. Right, and again, this is an uneducated theory from the outside. Right. But the same issue I have with protesters and stuff is I look at it and go, well, how do you think this is going to work? When I I think this went back to when Obama won, because I think when Obama won, like how many people voted for Obama for no other like for no other reason than he was black. Right. And I actually think that maybe. But he had to be right, because he was the first black person to run for president. So well, therefore, he was, he, was, he was the first the first black person to get through the primaries. Jesse Jackson. The, oh, yeah. He was the first yeah, to, to be the contender and, yeah. and be a nominated, to be nominated. Right. And whether you like it or not, or whether Obama pushed this agenda, there was definitely a push that was purely based on his color of his skin. Let's not pretend otherwise. Okay. And I think that's when it may be. The, the, the how can I put it the management of of the running to become president changed when I went away from being well what do you believe in what you would do to suddenly hey there's no identity politics I think the next thing that happened was the Republicans saw this and went oh we can't compete with that so we're just going to be what's those two fuckers at the top of the Republican Party done us oh Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham oh my God you talk about Trump being a horrible person come here I don't think. Trump is nothing compared to those two, in my opinion. I think they are truly horrible person, people. And I do remember during Obama's terms that these two were just out, no matter what Obama did. doesn't matter what he did. Even before he did anything, it was negative. Bang, 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 to such a level. And I think we have moved on. That has, sorry, moved on to the level that we have now. And let's be honest, America in the Western world, whatever happens there happens otherwise. And we can see that in our own politics now is the effects of that. And I think we have a stage now where people, as you said, just the whole political world and politicians as a whole, there are some good people there who want to do good, but they get sucked up. And all we see is the terrible ones. Yeah. Because because it's, it's, it's negative. Negativity gets the likes. Negativity gets people going. And, and you can't deny you that that's... But, on, but you can't deny that that was the part of the Trump vote, was that they wanted to change. But they didn't realise... Actually, <laughs> they didn't know what they were voting for, right? They thought they were voting for change because you had Hillary Clinton on the other side. And I'm sorry, but Hillary Clinton on the other side is no different than Biden on the other side. That's how bad That's how bad Trump is as a president, is that Biden won easily enough. Like, you know what Biden, really depresses? Biden you know what really... shouldn't be president. Trump should uh... never have been president. But the, the reason that's Biden opinion. got it, I like Biden, but the reason he got it was... The field was so weak. And this is the yes. problem. America is not ready for radical left, even democratic socialism. They're not ready for Sanders version of it. It doesn't work. Like, so, but it's too, this is the problem because the Democratic Party has gone so woke. Um, and again, some, some things that are woke are really good. Some are not. But this is part of the problem. It's like you have people like, oh, yeah, put in that candidate who wants to stop all planes from flying and stop all fucking industry from doing this, that and the other next year. And you're like, well, no, they're obviously not going to get voted in. You've got it. And this is what comes back to what I was saying before of these life usually is somewhere within the extreme lines. That's where the answers are. The answers are, are not on. 
like it's like Extinction Rebellion. Who I think you know some of the a lot of people are in there. Very noble cause. But you know, I see them last year and they're jumping up and down on there. Docklands Light Railway train here in London, and you're like, dude, that's the most environmentally friendly transport in Europe. Because they're insane. What are, you, what are you picking that one for? Well, oh, we don't. We've got to stop everything. It's like you're just pissing people off. Like we're, we can, we can. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly willing to make changes, but I'm not willing to have anyone stick a fucking finger in my face. You know who won't, who won't, who won't say if they have a smartphone or a plasma TV themselves or a fucking car, but they're going to point the finger in my face and tell me what to do. I try and do my part. I'd like to do more. It, it, but the problem is, these, sorry, just getting, I've gone off the point there. They, these are more extreme elements. It, 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 one begets the other. So I happen to think that those on the far left, a, mo, a lot of them on the further left, not far, far left, most of them do have good intentions. It is about good, good things, right? It, it's not all, but it, the, those on the far right, it is a bit more about white kind of, a little bit racist, you know, a little bit this, a little bit that. And it's, it's not as good. But the problem is, just to be finished, the problem is, right, that, like I said to you before, I have a lot of people who are on the left, and they're good people. But because they allow the lies to run on their side, and they don't allow any, they won't talk about something that contradicts two different political views or whatever that they might hold, that allows the other side, with a lot of people who aren't so good, particularly over here in the UK, Further right, not my cup of tea. Um, and they tend to have racist views and they tend to have more misogynistic views. And, and But real, I'm not talking about the perceived, oh my God, he shook my hand for five seconds, that's sexual harassment. I mean, the real stuff. And they seem to be, they, they just seem to be a bit worse. But because the other side engages in the same bullshit, they go, well, why should I call out a guy on my side or a girl on my side? Why should I call these people out? I'll just pretend I don't, I'm blissfully ignorant of it too. And that's where we are. Like it's 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 why we we should, we need to bring this back. There's a, I said this to you before. There's a complete collapse of the middle ground, and it, it starts with 9/11. I can't imagine the different world we would have if Al Gore had got in. Jesus Christ, we would. I think we would be in a much better world because I think if he had got eight years, now the financial crisis may well have happened and, and ushered in a, a, a Republican. But I just think I think potentially 9/11 might not have happened. Um, and that, then we're living in a different world anyway, right? But I, I think, I just think we have to kind of pull back and try and find that middle ground again. I try and sit in the middle and look at both sides and make my decisions from there. And I'll call out lies and bullshit on all sides because I don't have a political spectrum, particularly. I don't, I don't like certain elements in certain, certain ways along the spectrum, but I don't really, I don't have a party that I support. Um, I will, you know, nobody gets my vote unless I'm sure I want to give it. And, and no party gets it. It's, it's the same with that. Somewhere along the way, society needs to pull back from these extremes. You know, the answer is not what's going on at the moment. It's just not. There's a lot I agree with. I don't agree with everything, but... See, I think part of the problem we have is that we're not having discussions, proper discussions. We're like, as you said, the middle ground is missing. And it's the middle ground where we have discussions. It's the... It's that no man's land between the two trenches where we have to meet and talk. That's not happening. Um, I think social media has a lot to do with that. Obviously, lockdown is just to the power of 10, exponentially made it worse. Like what technology has allowed us to do is to, by connecting us, it has allowed us to connect with people who are like-minded. So if you're wrong, it's going to try and connect you with similar-minded people. It's an echo chamber. You end up in a, in a, and that's one of the reasons that come off Facebook. And I don't, I mean, I was surprised that people were surprised at that documentary. Really? You didn't know that you were the fucking thing that was being sold? What did you think was, how did people think Facebook was, it's free for you to like, yes. how did they think they made money? Nothing like, is it's, free. It's not just advertising. It's targeted. Like it's, it's, I dated this girl about nine years ago now, and she was at the start of big data. She worked in, a tech kind of role. And remember, she was tr- talking to me about maybe longer, actually. But she was talking about the kind of thing of, well, so it's going to be targeted. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you know, if you if you buy buy something, you know, then you'll get ads tailored. Or if you browse on the internet for fucking, I don't know, wool socks, you'll start to see targeted ads on, on websites. It's not just going to be generic ads. And 
But then she was saying, like, but even if you, like, if you hover over the checkout button, but you didn't hit checkout or whatever, there's it's behind, there's stuff going behind that. Is why didn't he? And how many times has he done this? And oh, okay, so what, what, what are we not getting? Him? And then that leads into everything that was happening. I couldn't believe people were surprised by this. But it's an echo chamber. And, and then all that happens is when you find people that don't agree with you, the argument just gets amplified into, well, I'm not accepting any of your facts and you're not accepting any of mine. So what are we doing here? And I, and I used to get drawn into some of it, especially in Northern, Northern Ireland. I used to get drawn into it. And I just thought, life's too short. How can you have a discussion about something on Twitter or Facebook or whatever? It's getting smaller and smaller. So you, you, you're never going to figure out if you're wrong about something unless you have time. I think that's one of the things about, about Joe Rogan's podcast and why he's, he's at the top is because his just goes on. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Joe Rogan's podcast, but that idea of having that long conversation where it's, because some of his concerns go four or five hours. Some of his Alex Jones ones went on pretty long, didn't they? Yeah. No, he's not the only one. There are others who are doing it. I think there's more and more doing it and getting better at it. And if you're only going to have a conversation where it's one or two sentences, you cannot convince somebody. You can't even convince no. people to question themselves in two sentences. You can only have it over a conversation where you actually discuss what you're saying and actually say to people, well, what's the reason you think that? What's the reason you say that? Really? Where are you getting that from? And that only happens over a long conversation, which we're not having anymore. So we need well, to get back to that. Podcast, yeah. because, oh, let me think, because what politicians have done very well is that they've stayed away. Uh, apart from the fact that they're trained, they're now trained how to have a conversation, but they stay away from that. When was the last? I mean, politicians don't have long conversations live. They don't. They don't do it anymore. They don't do long form interviews because no. they're because un, unless the interviewer is so fucking biased, which is on both sides. Yeah. Fox News are awesome at it, but the others have caught up, and there's more of them. Sorry, Al. Because they will get caught out. They because yeah. they will because they have to because they're spinning. There's so much spin, and when both sides are spinning so much, I mean, you see this now. Look, you can't. We used to joke that a civil servant couldn't get, you know, can't, you can't be fired as a civil servant. No, you can't get fired as a politician, no matter what you do. And over in, in London, in England, oh, my God, has that bar been set so high. I, yeah. think they, I don't think Trump was wrong. When he said that he, if he shot someone, if he shot someone in Times Square. Wow. I think now if, if he had done that as a politician, the politi- they'd get away with it. They're not going to. No one well, steps listen, down. He's a, polit- he's a politician that has had numerous accusations of rape and sexual assault and all you get from the right is Bill Clinton has the same yeah, but and I'm not saying it's right or wrong I'm no, saying, no, no, but you get it from both no, sides it's, it's, people don't both believe sides. this stuff anymore this, this is the problem I mean, and, and don't forget the UK is now, the UK government is looking at bringing in a law that will jail journalists if they embarrass the government a generic term oh fuck dude, that's Turkey shit that's, they're sorry, talking about Turkey has that 13, Middle East has that 13 years. Mate, it's becoming this weird capitalist authoritarian regime and i was having a back and forth with someone on twitter today about who was having to go anyway it's a long story but you know again he's just he will accept anything so long as it's on the right and it's tory he's fine with it no problem at all he'll accept it and won't hear anything against it and there are people out there who voted for tories have an 80 seat majority and they're spending their time still talking about how Labour are shit. Labour are in opposition for over a decade. Start holding this government to account. It's getting dangerous. And as I said to your man, unfortunately, listen, I work in banking, as you know. I got a good job, man. I do, I, you know, I'm doing all right. And, and like that kind of government is a government for someone like me and people my level and above, where yeah. we're not going to get really massively screwed because they don't want to screw over their mates. So for me, it's fine. But I'm seeing, I'm not. I don't want to exaggerate. It's not a breakdown of society over here, but I'm certainly seeing where I live a, a huge rise in, in poverty and crime um, and vulnerable, more and more vulnerable people using food banks and everything else. And we, and again, it goes back to the same point. We've got people who might give a shit about it if it was the party they don't like in power, but don't give a shit about it because it's the party they do like in power. And it's lunacy for me. I never understood, man. Like my father was kind of political, but gave his party affiliations away 
long ago. I have never been comfortable with people who just vote for one party and never really considered to vote for another one. Because as you know, in Ireland, and I know in the UK, and we've seen in the US, there have been reasons to vote or not vote for parties, and lots of them over the years. And if you're not even thinking about that, that's, you're, you're part of the problem. You're part of the sheep. Um, you just, you know, and I don't mean sheeple in terms of the anti, what the anti-vaxxers talk about. I mean, you are blind loyalty is no loyalty at all. And dissension, as, as the saying goes, is the greatest form of patriotism. You should be, ch- democracy should be challenged all the time because it isn't the best. It's not perfect as a system. It's like, as they say, the democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting what's for dinner. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's not perfect. It's maybe the best system that we can get with human nature, but it's not perfect. And the fact that people won't challenge it, like pillars of oversight here, they want to get rid of the Supreme Court here, right? Because, there's, because, because they went against the government. They're ignoring the high court when they go against politicians within the government for the ministerial code or anything else. They, they push through the Brexit deal saying it's perfect, it's brilliant, it's amazing, and then start bitching about it after the election and admitting that they didn't really read the details or didn't fully understand it. And no one who votes, that I know that votes Tory, is going, you know what? This is a fucking disgrace. Because they're sitting there going, well, the ones on the left never complain about Labour, or the ones never never complain. And you're like, hold your fucking government to account. They're spending our money. It's our money they're spending. And if you remove that, that line from a man for all seasons, and what then? If you were, you know, would you, would you strike down all the laws for the devil himself? Yes, I would. And what would you do then? When it's just you against the devil and all the laws in the land have been struck down. The whole, you need these pillars of oversight. In, in, from my point of view, the reason you need those pillars of oversight are, it may be great when you have a party that you agree with in power and it's going well for you. But when those pillars are gone, they're gone. And when the party gets in that you don't like, you can't sit there and bitch and moan. Well, there's no, there's no oversight. These guys can do what they want. It's like, yeah, that's kind of why you need them for everyone. And it's, it's, I, I can't understand how people don't understand it. And I'm going to finish on this point. And this really annoys me is that I find that over time, people don't agree with me in this stuff and then slowly start to. And this is where I'm an arsehole. It annoys me that they don't reference the fact that you were right. You were right. And I agree with you. Never do it. They just slowly, silently change their view. I think there's a change over here in tone towards the Tories. It's very subtle. But people are starting to go, oh, hang on a sec. This, this, is, this is rotten to the core. You know, and even if they agree with Brexit and things like that, it's like, why? Well, what, what they're doing now, this is not. I mean, the, the right to protest now is severely limited. You can be put in prison for peaceful protesting if the government so, so decide that, that it, that's what needs to happen. Now, as much as Extinction Rebellion pissed me off and the hippie dancers who are off their faces, and probably just because I'm an old man now, as much as that pisses me off, like people have a right. Like this is this is this is getting to China situation now. And it's very worrying because they're looking at it and they're going, well, they control their citizens. And they have a nice life. And they and their friends are wealthy, politicians and stuff, they're fine. Fuck the people. I mean, I agree with all that. I, I don't and I don't know how anybody could could not agree with it. You mentioned the protesters there. The issue I had with the prost- the protesters is is that most of them are kind of, I feel, are playing into the hands of the government. It's given them an excuse for overreach. It's given them an excuse to do, well, we're doing this because look look what's happening when these people protest. And we can't be having that. And the problem is that in, in some of the cases, they're right. I mean, I remember when a protest, there was never any trouble at a protest. And it made its point. And it was on the news. And it kind of reverberated a little bit. Now when we see stuff about protest. It's not too dissimilar to what you were saying. It's one side against the other. Yeah. What we have is, and when I was talking about who I'd vote for, for Trump or Biden, it's not, it's not too dissimilar, I think, now. We're not at that level just yet. But I think it's going to get harder to find a reason why you should vote for, for this group. But what you're actually going to have is more information thrown at you as to why you shouldn't vote for this other group. It's not why you should vote for me. I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't vote for the other person. Yeah, it's a very good. That's a really, really good point. So how do you feel? So therefore, we're not voting the right people. We're just not not voting the person we think is the worst. So yeah, 
it's the wrong it's I mean, it's just it's 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 leading to what we have and it's gonna it's gonna lead to, to revolution it's gonna lead to the end of the world well not it won't but you know what i mean it's gonna lead to something because you were right in what you're saying about the government the people are supposed to they're not supposed to trust the government ever how many people ask yourself everyone ask themselves how many people do you truly trust I can tell you in my life, and I've met a lot, there's only one person I truly trust, and that's my wife. People, and there's a lot of people who say I shouldn't trust, you shouldn't trust your wife. I do. I don't trust anyone else, okay? Except to be shits when, I mean, I always go back to that video. You remember the video of the woman a couple of years ago, the Halloween one, where she went up in America, where she went up, with her son. She didn't realize there was a camera on the doorbell and she took all the sweets. And it was funny because she told her son, no, leave those ones behind because we don't like them. And this woman got utterly destroyed. They made the things people said about it. And that wasn't my take on it because what she did was just what normal people do. Sorry, that's wrong. Not normal people. What, what most people, a lot of people will do. Is because she didn't think that there was going to be repercussions for what she did. She thought she was safe. She didn't think there was a camera. She thought no one was going to know. What we have is governments who are and civil servant departments and, and everything else doing shit and we don't know what they're doing. And I think that's that this is what's really scaring me is that we don't know. And when we go looking for information, you can't get it. We have the French government now, I was reading today, the COVID, uh, the vaccine passport will put you in jail if you don't have it or some shit like that. And you're going, that's scary. If you're saying that journalists are going to be treated as criminals because they say something the government doesn't like, holy shit. You either, we either have freedom of speech or we have a dictatorial government. There's no in between. We might not like what people say, but you have to allow people to say whatever they want. As I've heard of some people, the, 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 the solution to hate speech or to bad speech is good speech. But that comes from talking and from communication. If the government is going to bring in, either directly bring in laws or indirectly, yeah. which is what they mainly do, movements to stop discussion. And, and that's what we have at the moment. So we don't have the truth. We don't have openness yeah. We don't have politicians in the Western world answering questions. And I think this is this is might be my biggest problem with the COVID whole thing. It's because we now have politicians. And I think the Irish government have done a very good job under the circumstances most of the time. Well, just with the COVID thing, I think they've done it. They've done the best they can. I have no issue with them, except for one little thing, which I have a problem with all, all governments at the moment is they're not telling the truth. All the government had to do was come out and say, we don't know. We don't have a fucking clue. We're going to try this. Here's why we're doing this. We're not letting people inside in pubs because here's why. We're not doing this because of this. We're doing this lockdown just for now to do this, and this is what we're planning. But we don't get that anymore. And us as a people are sitting back. We don't know what's going on. And if somebody doesn't know what's going on, we're going to think the worst. I, mean, I, I have three young kids, and I keep telling my, little, my kids, right, I'll give an example. Something happened today. Somebody had an ice cream in the freezer, <laughs> right? And they won't, it was one of the three kids. They didn't tell us who it is. And I'm saying, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think it was one of you too. Why? Because they're always lying. Well, they're not. That's not what I said. But that was the kind of thing I would say to them right now. Which is exactly what the third one wants you to think to tell the truth. Mostly. Yeah, well, come here. The third one, butter wouldn't melt in our mouth. And going, hmm, yeah. Right. So, no, but they're all adamant they didn't need it. And I know it wasn't me because I don't drink anymore. If it was 13 months ago, I'd be gone. That was probably me. But that's the thing. We're now used to people lying. We're used to people covering up. And we're, and we're now seeing that when it's the conspiracy thing, you're lying. We don't know why you're lying or you're not telling the full story. Or why aren't you telling the full story? We're going to automatically jump to the worst because that's, funnily enough, that's human nature. This goes back to the reasonable doubting in Boston Legal, that we automatically thought that your man was guilty. And that's our first, you know, politician, you're bad. And they just, and they're not all bad. They can't be. It's not possible. I don't know what we're going to do, but we need to stop promoting the negativity that's in the other party, I think, or in, in the other people that we're up against and just have proper discussions. Yeah, I agree.
I have voted for one, two, three, four, four different parties in this country. No, three different parties and, and independents at different times over the years, over the last 26, uh, yeah, 26 years that I've been voting. I voted, I voted for two different parties and an independent in Ireland. And I've voted for two different parties and independent here in the UK. Yeah. And, it, and, and but again, it's, I know I'm, I'm an anomaly and maybe you are as well. A lot of people like to be affiliated to a party. Again, it's the group thing, which we can talk about another time. But like, I think it, it's, it, it, I don't know what the answer is. I just know there used to be shows like, obviously in the States, you'd kind of Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett might have some opposing views sometimes on his show and quite abhorrent views at times with some people. And um, like, I, what's his name? George Wallace, uh, the segregationist in the South in the 60s. And, but he had him on. They heard what he had to say. And, and not that I agree with it, but I just I don't believe in shutting down what people are thinking because the only way you can change someone's mind is to broaden it. And you can't broaden somebody's mind by saying what you're saying is hateful and it's wrong. Oh, you should say that if you believe that. But for, for, for reasons that I don't agree with you, you can't speak on this or you lose your job on this. Or I mean, if somebody is racist online or whatever, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should lose your job. I, I don't. I think I don't, you know, I don't think there's a there's a way back, but there should be a conversation. A bit like Darkest Howe used to I can't remember the name of Sean Channel Four. He died a couple of years ago. Darkest Howe, um, but he he used to have a lot of opposing views. He was a black, I think, Afro Caribbean man, um, and you'll remember him if you can't remember him quite now. It was After Dark or something it was called, but he had all sorts of voices on his show, and it's important to have this. It's very difficult because even I find it hard. Where, like for example, GB News. God love them, the new right-wing Fox News for the UK. But they obviously had, they, when they were talking about Prince Andrew, they had somebody trying to kind of defend the Epstein stuff that he was doing. Well, he's a pederast. And, it's like, and I was really uncomfortable with that, thinking, oh, I don't want to hear that. And then I thought, do we need to hear it? <clears throat> do we need to know that there's people who think that? Do we need to know that? Or should we just shut it out completely? And it's an interesting debate. Because I was very uncomfortable. My initial thought was, that shouldn't be on the air. And then I thought, hold on, Alan, that goes against your values for the last 25, 30 years, that you don't believe in censorship, other than what's against the law, obviously. Well, that leads to a bigger question. How do we decide? What do we use to decide whose voice gets heard? What do we use to decide what gets taught in our schools? Yeah. Like, what's the thinking? How do we do this, right? Because this idea that everybody's voice should be listened to, no, God, no. Not in official, no, not in official terms. No, I don't. That's why we need the pubs open. We do. We not only do we need the pubs open, we need Irish pubs to be built everywhere, right? No more illegal, even though I've stopped drinking. We need the pubs open so then people can go to the pubs and they feel like their voice is being heard. This is the problem with Twitter. Now, I have any article that references fucking Twitter or Wikipedia, I blocked them. That's it. I blocked them. That's not journalism. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And how do we choose whose voice we listen to and under what circumstances? I'm telling you now, do not listen to me about anything with COVID. I don't know. What I do know is I've spoken to people who do know shit. <laughs> right? That's all I can say. And I've well, used that. Right. So Exactly. I'm in the motor, I'm in the motor trade in one way or another, 46, 20, nearly 27, 28, 20, 28 years. Don't ask me how to fix a car. Don't ask me. Ring me, I'll tell you who to go to, right? There's other things I know about the industry you should listen to me about. But then there's all this other shit. Though. And I think we there's too much, there's too many voices. This whole idea of everyone has a voice, everyone has an opinion. Yeah, but the majority of opinions, if you're talking about very particular things, no. Trump was one of those people. It, it, the, majority, the thing is, the majority of that is false because those voices are not formally being listened to. It's, it's the, again, it's, it's, the, it's the amplification on social media. Yes, And a I lot agree. of these people, particularly on Twitter, hide behind not their real name, not their real photo. I mean, I don't have my real photo, but it is my name on there. That's why I changed it. Um, you know, so it's not, it doesn't look like it's a completely anonymous account. You know, I am. I won't give my name, but you know, my name is on there, including my surname. I think it's important. Well, part of my surname, but like I think my my thing more on this is that 
I don't mind people being heard informally. But like you said, it's like Bill Burr said to Joe Rogan when Joe was like, what do you think about this whole COVID thing? And Bill was like, I think we're two comedians sitting in the studio here smoking cigars and I think they were drinking whiskey. Yeah. And he said, we're not experts in any of this shit. So I'll listen to the experts. So, and that's, that's my thing. And this, people kind of go, oh, Wuhan, WHO, China. Maybe there's something there, maybe it's not, I don't know. What I do know is this pandemic is real. This virus is fucking real. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. But trying to figure out what's real and what's not, because everyone has a vested interest in it. Everyone has got limited information. Is there anybody out there who has all the information? I think now, about anything. I think we can continue to have this. This is where, and I'll wrap it up on this because I have a very early start in the morning. But I think we need to, podcasts can be quite good. There are a lot more long form conversations. Some of them are very slanted. But there's, you know, there are ones out there where it is a kind of roundtable discussion with people who know what they're talking about. That's not us. And I, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I was just thinking that. But I think, I, think, I think that may be the new form, and it just takes time. It just takes time to flesh out where we'll have more of them. Because I, I still happen to believe yeah. that there are more informed people out there still and intelligent than there are uninformed idiots. And I don't mind somebody being uninformed. I don't mean everyone who's not informed and probably is an idiot, but there's people who are willfully ignorant. At the, they're either following what someone else says or their, their parents' views or the opposite of their parents. But it's like, like I said to you before, pre I don't want to sound like an old man, but pre-internet, you had to go and find information and find books on things that you didn't interest in. Like I, as a kid, and I mean like under 10 years of age, I was kind of a fast developer. And then obviously it slowed down mentally as time went on. But I used like from the age of like five or six, I was I used to love reading certain types of encyclopedias. So my dad would like bring home from a business trip and be like, I remember he brought one home and it was it was just like the encyclopedia of everything. So it was a little bit of information on everything. A to Z. Yeah. Who is Jesus Christ? It wasn't, well, there is no Jesus Christ, there is no God, there's no blah blah blah. It just told you who he was. And it comes from the Bible and it's part of Christianity. And this is it just told you the facts. It didn't say he does exist. It didn't say he didn't. <laughs> and I got a lot of so much part of where, like I used to be good at quizzes and stuff. People like, how the hell do you know that? It's because of those books as a kid. I took in a little bit of information about a lot of things, which is not always great, by the way. But it, it, stay, it stayed with me. And it, but my point is, I was yeah. reading things that were facts. So Encyclopedia Britannica and, you know, these, these types of big books. So I was reading that was just giving me you asked what this is, this is what it is. I'm not telling you it's right. I'm not telling you it's wrong. If you need more information, and back then, you didn't do a Google search and go onto someone's fucking, like back in the day, someone's blog with a load of bullshit. You actually had to go and, and read books. And not that there weren't books out there that were bullshit, but you have a better chance of educating yourself that way. And there's less of a chance of a of, of, of bias if you do it that way than there is the way it is now. There. No matter what you read, there's just, there's just, there's just, there's just, like you said, there's a spin. There's almost always a spin. To it. There's very few who sit there and go, you know, I don't really have an opinion on left or right in politics. But here's the truth about the left and as I are facts about the left. And here's facts about the right. Yeah. And here's facts about centrists and socialists and everything. There's very few of those people left. And an understanding that that's a generalization and that individuals are individuals as well. And all in between. But no, Malik, you made a very good point about about the small bits of information. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I think it's what's missing. Because those, because I had similar books and similar encyclopedias when I was younger. And I went off the track probably way before you did. <laughs> but I, but you, you make a great point in that it was presented in such a way that there you go, it's just this little bit of information. And then it allowed you that if you were interested in something, you'd go, you know, that's, that's the, the rabbit hole you'd go down. And you had to put the work in. You had, to, you had to put some effort into finding out this information. I think that's part of the problem today. Finding information, which is actually finding the truth is probably harder, but it's easier to find the other shit. It's on, it's on your phone. You just got to Google it and whatever comes up. And we know that's all fixed anyway. So it's, it's, and I can't, it's too easy. And like back to you were saying free Facebook, something is free and, and it's worth billions and trillions. Yeah. Have you, no one's thought about this. And it's the same thing. This information is just thrown out there. We're not smart yeah. enough. People need the simply the simplicity of it, the simple information. And then they can 
you get the simple information. Then you get smarter. Then you move on to the more complicated, the more depth. Yeah. And it's probably a case, I think, when I read about the schools in America, because that's the shit that keeps popping up in my stuff, because you know, kids, I like to read about schools and my own, you know, teach myself as much as possible as I try and guide my kids. That what they're talking about teaching kids, and I'm talking about kids under the age of 12, there's too much. It's too technical. They're not smart. These are kids. They're trying to figure shit out. Yeah. That's way over here. And you want to go into the, as you said, the depths of what Jesus means and religion, all depending on who you are, between two and 5,000 religions, right? You want to go into that with a fucking child? And considering all the shit that's they're being bombarded with that we weren't bombarded with from a sexual point of view, and they're trying to figure out as they're going through, you know, from being a child into an adult, and you're chucking all this philosophical crap onto them, which is university level shit. But they don't have the foundation to understand. And I think that's kind of goes back to the whole thing that's going on, is that this information is being chucked at us and we don't know what it is. We don't. So therefore, we've no choice but to take it at face value. And again, as I was saying, we're not being asked to pick the best. We're just being asked to pick. Don't pick the worst. In everything. Absolutely. No, you're right. That's, I think that's across the board now. In, 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 in all our lives, we're not being asked to pick the best. We're just being asked. Whether it's, in, yeah. whether it's, whether it's insurance, whether it's a car, everything is kind of at... I'm not saying you pick, just don't pick that car. Just don't pick that. That's the worst insurance. That's the worst politician. That's the, don't be doing that. Don't be going, don't be living there. Leave, you know, oh, just come, pick me. No, it's like, it's not a case of pick me. Just don't pick that guy. Yeah, I completely agree. Right? Yeah. And it's, and I, and I, I don't think we're smart enough. I really don't think we're smart enough. And I think, we, as I think you were saying earlier, we need to step back. We do need to step back. Don't worry, we'll over a few of these, we'll fix we'll fix the world. We'll be fine. Well, that's what we're gonna do. We've had our moan or rat now. So from next week, we're just gonna be discussing what can we do to exactly. And we're gonna do some top tens. I was thinking we should do some top tens and shit. Good idea. Yeah. So I think that's us, Mary, but that's we're up to an hour now, I think. Pretty much, yeah. Which is come on, I can't believe that's only two hours of shit we've done. It's flown boy. But it's been a while since we spoke out, and it's been great. No, it has been really good, man. Um and listen, um, yeah. It's been good. Very good. Yes, we've had our little ramble. You've all been given the government warning not to listen to us, but if you find anything interesting, if there's anything you want want us to talk about, please um, send it in. We'll see what happens. Again, thank you, everybody, for your time. Thanks, everyone. Very much appreciated. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Stay safe, everybody. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. See you all later. Bye.